Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale. And welcome to a Monday edition of the Deep Dive. We are in the heat of the World Cup. If you don't have the fever, then you do not care about sports betting like we care about sports betting because the World Cup hack action to this point has been absolutely outrageously crazy. Uh, the the late goals flipping games has just been incredible to to be a part of. Uh, hopefully, you've been on more of the right sides of those late goals changing outcomes than I have been because I'm on probably. I just been I've just been t- taking it in the teeth with these late goals lately. Andy. Oh yeah! If, um, if there was if there's a goal in first half or full game stoppage time, whale lost money. Yes, That's, it's been crazy. Just the long and the short of it. Any time. Yeah, yeah. In the last four days, I've had four results turn from pushes or wins to losses, outright losses uh, on on uh, stoppage time goals. It's just it's just getting ridiculous to, at this point. That and and missed PKs and getting PKs that are questionable called against me. I mean, like I'm. I am really on the wrong side of the soccer gods right now, and uh, all I can do is really laugh about this and and hope that uh, uh, the good luck is coming soon, uh, and then I can kind of uh, start to start to start to pick up some wins in lucky fashion here. Um, but if anything, I've learned to this point that uh, it ain't over till it's over. <laughs> oh, it's, just, it's so beautiful having something right away. Granted, we bet a lot of tennis, and that's all day, every day, sometimes too, but. Boy, you can't gamble all day if you don't start in the morning. That's a great point. Well, uh, we decided to bring one of our great friends from the interwebs uh, to help us break down the last of these uh, group play and give us uh, uh, some insight onto how the uh, knockout rounds are shaping up. Uh, And uh, we've reached out to our friend Pete, who you can find on Twitter at HedgeLonger. And and, uh, Pete, Pete chats tennis with us day and night uh brilliant insight on soccer uh he a man who will never turn down the opportunity to play an over uh and uh <laughs> fan, fan, fancies himself uh quite the aficionado of uh, of, of french uh, soccer handicapping uh and uh with that let me introduce you to pete welcome to the deep dive welcome uh thank you for having me on it's a pleasure uh i'm in, in the presence of greatness Oh, so I, love it. I appreciate appreciate the invitation. Well, a little bit of background. Uh, so Pete was among the first uh, first of the the original core group of our tennis chat, our tennis chat. And um, when we when we started, it was like you know, hey, this chat is for tennis talk only. If you have other business, get the fuck out of here and talk about it elsewhere. But Pete, you were managed to kind of convert some people pretty early on into soccer heads. Uh, and it's been an interesting and fun to kind of get uh, uh, get your feedback on what's been going on in, in not just you know international play, but now the World Cup. Uh, what have you thought so far? How, how do you have have you been enjoying the tournament? Has it been profitable? Is there you know is there lots of opportunity coming up? The thing, matches that you're excited about. What are your thoughts? Uh, let's start with the first. Uh, I'd say that the World Cup started out with fizzle. Uh, there are a lot of boring games, people that don't necessarily watch a lot of soccer. Uh, I might have, you know, pushed them into some plays that they might not have necessarily enjoyed watching the outcomes of. Uh, not my fault. 
uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of defensive games early on. Uh, and it's not, it, people, people like to see goals scored, not just because of their wagers, but it's exciting and it's fun. Uh, you know, international football, especially in the World Cup, it's a tremendously different game um, in the sense that it's a little bit more defensive. It's about not allowing goals, at least initially, um, and trying to, to get the result that you want. Um, but things have certainly heated up. Uh, some beautiful goals have been scored, I, I got to tell you. Uh, probably one of my favorites was um, Musa, Musa, uh, Nigerian first Nigerian, touch. Yeah. It was just a remarkable, remarkable showing of athleticism. <laughs> uh, and, you know, a lot of people hate Ronaldo, myself included. Uh, three goals in his first showing, his first appearance in the – 2018 World Cup, uh, one of which was, of course, a penalty kick. So, really, it was two goals. But I got to tell you that that last free kick, there's probably about three people who can strike that ball that way. And it was something to behold. Um, and then recently, I mean, we saw that fantastic ending to Germany. I mean, what a game. That was yeah. an exciting game. Uh, it was. I almost fell out of my hammock. Yeah, was, I mean, what an end. I, I was like, nah, because not only am I a Germany fan with Germany futures, but boy, that was a pretty. That was probably a four-digit swing as far as yes. how my bets were going that day. It would have been pretty bad to not get the third goal, the Germany win, and push the minus one. Hofty. Not only that, but I, I think uh, some of the recent converts from from tennis to soccer probably would have been not watching any more games if they did not make that goal. So I'm, I'm happy that that occurred. Yeah, uh, that, that was a bankroll buster waiting to happen. Uh, yeah. And, and I, I guess, <laughs> you know, you said it started with a fizzle, but I mean, first game, 5 nothing with uh, Russia. Yeah, I mean, so. Uh, they, yeah, what are, what are your feelings on Russia, you know, bull rushing through the first two games? What was it, 5-3 and three or 5-2? and two? Five nothing yeah. three one, yeah. Five nothing three one, and then it comes out that they're probably doping. I mean, you know what? I'm glad that you brought this up because, first of all, I just want to say that I think that FIFA is a very corrupt organization. Uh, Ooh, hot take. Still, <laughs> hot take. <laughs> and it's also important to keep in mind that uh, you know in these in these competitions, usually the host team does tend uh, to go a little bit further and play a little bit harder. Um, I don't know exactly why, but you can go back and look historically. Um, it just seems to be the case. Uh, yeah, I think South knowledge, Africa was the only one that didn't make it out of, uh, out of groups. Or, that's an incredible stat, yeah. 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 Um, as far as the doping allegations, I, I don't know. Uh, I've seen a lot of stats. Yeah, I think you posted well that uh, the distance run statistic. And the yeah, that was there. wild, right? It was that one was kind of shocking. Uh, but I mean, I don't think. Let me put it this way: all these refs are not Russian refs. They're brought in from all over the world. They're professionals. Have there been some bad calls? Yes. Uh, have there been some missed calls? Yes. Have there been some calls that probably shouldn't have been calls? Yes. But that's soccer. Um, I don't think that anything really drastically changed to any of those games. Um, I was surprised to see that that five zero score. I just, I mean, 
I, I don't know how that happened, to be honest with you. That team beat well, Egypt. I know. It's incredible. It must have been. It must have been the the fasting combined with the the doping combined with the you know the the opening game of the cup and all that all the all the energy you know it, there's there's a lot of explanations I think, um, but uh, we'll save your predictions for the knockout round. We know now that uh, uh, after today's results. Um, with Russia effectively laying an egg and working their way into the bottom half of the knockout. Uh, sadly for them, they draw Spain. Uh, Spain, although they look vulnerable and should have probably lost to Morocco, um, still look to be an extremely dangerous team. Being in the bottom half of the draft, you have to consider them one of the major contenders to make the final. Uh, and uh, on the top half, we'll have uh, Uruguay and Portugal, which should be a fantastic contest. But we'll, we'll save that till the end uh, and talk about how we see the knockout round playing out. Uh, let's uh, kind of zero in a little bit here on um, some of this, the last of the group play action. Um, Pete, you're a France guy. Uh, I want to draw some parallels between France and Uruguay. Um, Uruguay really kind of eased their way into the World Cup. They had two really beatable opponents in Egypt and then Saudi Arabia played down to their level as Andy is saying in our prep here um, one nothing win one nothing win and then finally we see them put together a legit effort today they're coalescing coming together as a group and it showed in spectacular fashion beating Russia three uh, nothing of course the the you know Russia helped with some pretty sloppy play and then getting that red card I guess uh, um, but um, any any is it fair to draw a parallel to France here and the way that France has kind of played down to Australia and Peru uh, and getting narrow wins between you know against those two teams and then you know maybe we see finally we put together an A plus effort for us tomorrow against Denmark because I really want to lay the wood on uh, on this France team to uh, to enter knockout play in style. Uh, are you going to be with me on that? Uh, that's a good question. I they're doing look they're I am big France guy. Uh, but they're doing what they have to do in order to get the results. They haven't been, they haven't been putting up the numbers like a Russia or anything like that. Uh, they certainly have talent and the ability to do so. Um, I certainly don't think that they're necessarily holding anything back. Um, but they're, they're playing their game. They have, you know, they conceded one goal. They scored two, uh, two wins and they're winning their group right now. So, I mean, do they look great? No. Do I expect them to put up three goals tomorrow? Probably not. Do I think that they're a contender, you know, for the to win it all? Certainly. Uh, mm, okay. but I think that dip, depends a little bit on the cohesion of the team and more so the ability of the manager to get the best out of. I mean, they have an incredibly deep bench that I've mentioned before. Um, they just need to find out how to utilize that talent. Interesting. Andy, do you, has France exceeded or underachieved for, for your expectations this far? And does it matter? I guess, no, and in their group, I don't know if it did matter. I wasn't on, I wasn't on board with France being a contender. I think, maybe not as a contender. I could see them as a quarterfinalist, semifinalist. I didn't really think they'd, they could put it in the final with this squad. This is going to be. This might be a really, really tough team. Maybe take some notes for the 2022 Qatar Winter uh, groups, <laughs> Group One because they're, they're they're young. They're, they're, there's a lot of young talent. They get some time to play together. They'll play at the Euros in a couple of years. France could be 
France, I'm calling it right now. France is the favorite. I'm going to find someone to take that bet for 2022. I'll probably. I, I don't. Yeah, I want to. Can I'll, we get? Take, can we get? Can we get one. Zidane in as the manager, please? Yeah, I just want to see that. That's that's all I want to see. I want to see Zidane on the World Cup sidelines one more time. That's all I'm asking. I think. Did you? I mean, did you compare him? And maybe this was off the off the air when you compared him to Uruguay, and maybe you just said that now, and I'm just mixing it up. But I'd compare him a little more, maybe to Argentina with better results. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Star power. Star power. Shitty coach. The ball not bounced get, their way, not though. Not getting it done, and some mind-numbing, mind-boggling substitutions slash non-substitutions slash lineups slash formations, and also just some bad luck. I think. I mean, they, they've. It's not like they dominated games, but a, a couple of times during the game, I felt like they should have uh, been winning by more. So they they they've not been like super impressive to me, but I don't think they also had a an extremely tough group. I think they get it done tomorrow. They'll win their group. Uh, everybody is Germany, Brazil, France, Spain to win their group parlays. He's gonna rest on the on the big old shoulders of the Swedes. I love it. The uh, France money line on on the money line tomorrow is plus one fifteen. That's a pick for me for sure. I like France even with some of the alt spreads here because I do think they win two or three to nil. Um, Denmark, you know, they're going to back their way into advancing probably, right? What do you think, Pete? Are they the second team to come through from Group C? Uh, yeah. I I mean, unless Peru pulls off the impossible tomorrow. I mean, what, Denmark has four points. Um, they're, like, they're probably going through. Yeah, yeah. Peru's uh, eliminated, right? Peru's, Peru's eliminated. eliminated, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Australia. But, uh, Australia would have to win by a right. bunch. Four, four or five, nothing, which yeah. <laughs> not happened. No, I, I guess. Yeah, Peru. Peru feels like uh, if Peru feels like Morocco, kind of to me, in that they played extremely hard. They had a million freaking chances. They could not finish to save their lives. They took two L's and they're done. Uh, but they do feel like a dangerous team, and I really kind of want to get get uh get on them as tomorrow as well uh to put away the socceroos uh peru worth the bet on the money line in your opinion pete uh yeah i'd say so uh i'd probably take the spread there interesting and nice i just God, I, I, lo- I loved peru too coming into this they've been too. maybe they're they were my biggest disappointment i think they controlled that first half against denmark missed pk lose one nothing pretty typical that's kind of how that goes, and that was that might have been the the end for them. Yep. Instead of three points, they had none, and then they obviously went up against the top team in the in the in the group and got another loss, and that was kind of all she wrote. We saw across. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Pete. I think it would be interesting though if uh, if Australia does manage to, which I don't think that they will, but if they do manage to win that game. Uh, to the tune of, I guess, three nothing. Then they're knocking out Denmark, right? So yeah, they actually they don't need to win by that much. I don't think if 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 France defeats Denmark, then then Australia doesn't need an outrageous result to go to go through. Australia is yeah. minus three right now compared to Denmark for goal differential. So right. they'd have to win. Denmark would have to lose, and the combined goal differential would be three. And off air, we talked about like. Remember, we weren't going to get into this group too deep, and here we are. 
right, I'm <laughs> I know. I, I forgot. I'm like, are we on D or E? I'm like, oh my god, we're on C. <laughs> oh, we're C and C. Yeah, yeah. These are happening like right now. So, yeah. I mean, it would yeah. be. I'm just saying. I've been hoping for like a, a three way tie or a four way tie, uh, just to keep things interesting. But I don't. To be honest with you, I don't think that we see it in this group. Will you? Will we see a tie broken by? Uh, Good sportsmanship rules, or whatever the hell they call them, fair play rules. Fair, fair play. That's fair what I'm hoping for. Oh, that'd be funny. That it was good chance it was we see that. Today. There's a good chance we see the fair play come into effect for Belgium, Belgium England, 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 right? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, let me ask. Uh, okay, so I just want to say a broader question about South American teams in general. Uh, they all sucked coming out of the gate. Uh, I don't think there was a solid performance from any of the South American qualifiers in round one of the group play. Uh, but then in round two of the group play, they all started to kind of come together a little bit. And then I'm wondering if we, you know, Uruguay today is the first of kind of a wave of South American teams finally kind of getting their shit together, for lack of a better word. Uh, and we see Peru, Brazil, Colombia all kick some serious butt in the next uh uh, next cycle, and you know, it's the whether it was the travel or the yeah, you know, maybe it took them a month to get the yeah, uh, it took them took them a little while to get their their acts together. But uh, is there any any reason to believe that we could see a wave of South American results finally pop uh, in this third round of group play, Pete? Um, but I guess, do you think South American teams are overrated in general, or do you think that they had just haven't been performing to their level? You know, I can't really comment on that. I don't follow South American soccer all that all that closely. Uh, what I will say is Colombia looked extremely strong last game. Um, I thought that they had a fantastic performance, uh, despite uh, you know, I don't know. They played against Poland, who was a little bit deflated. Uh, Poland, I guess, probably one of I. I been giving you my top disappointments off air, but uh, Poland's up there, and yeah, they yeah. looked they looked fantastic in that game. Uh, Colombia did, and this Colombia Senegal game is going to be interesting. Senegal, even though they're not South American, uh, fantastic squad. I really like them, and I think that they're probably one of the most slept-on teams uh, in in the World Cup. Yeah, I think I think people just people just shit on uh, African teams because there just hasn't been a you know a precedent for success from any of the teams down there, and but they have a at couple least the of, ones that qualified. Yeah, yeah there was no have, co- there was no Ivory Coast. There was no yeah uh, no oh, no yeah, Ghana. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, no, but th- this is a squad that they have two or three pretty big pretty big names from you know some of the bigger European leagues, and yeah, kind of shown that. Uh, yeah, Sonny is awesome, man. Yeah, that guy sick. kicks ass, man. Uh, yeah, Didier Drug, Drug, Didier Drug was not walking through that door. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I'm with you. Senegal has looks pretty cool. Let's hang on and talk about Group H in a second. Um, uh, let's move to Group D here and see get some get some snapshot thoughts. Top of the list, most disappointing teams without question has to be Argentina, right, Pete? Yeah, I'd say so. And from what I've been reading, it's been a bit of a mess behind the scenes uh they're one of these teams they have Messi. uh he's supposed to be their their savior um he's not getting it done this year that's plain and simple and it's kind of unfortunate uh he's probably going to be retiring from international soccer twice now um but nonetheless i mean they do have a team that's very good in supporting his role 
they haven't been helping them out that much. And they came out looking extremely flat uh, in their first game and have just continued to disappoint. Um, I don't know exactly what's going on there. Uh, it seems to be a bit more off the field issues than what's you know presented talent-wise on the field. Um, but certainly, yeah, probably one of the top disappointing teams. I don't. I'm yeah. full on mute, full on mutiny though. I'm like, I'm excited. I'm an Argentina backer now. I love like the the inmates running the prison. You do? You're gonna back well, them? Me, well, no, crazy, but, no, no, I'm not gonna back them, but uh, I'm gonna back them with my love. Like I'm excited oh, okay, for them. Okay, 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 okay. And All they're right. not, you know, the, as as terrible as they've been. Uh, this would be this would be a good story. If Let me try to talk Messi, you out of this, man. Messi, Messi <laughs> takes over as manager. They get the, oh, the, the results. The re- what, I mean, what do we need to happen? Let's look at the results. They, they beat Nigeria. Croatia beats Iceland. Does that put them in? Yeah. Yeah, that does. They, they, if they win and Croatia wins, Argentina advances. Dangerous team, new manager, player manager, Pete Rose style. And all of a sudden, they're in the semifinals. They get they get waxed by France, man. No oh. way, no oh. way. You, know, you get a whole new you get a whole new whole new lease on life when you get rid of that. When you get your manager, who by the way, I guess he's is he's he literally still, not going to be showing no, up? He's, he's going to still like come to the match. Apparently, it's going to be super weird. I'm excited oh, that, just to watch that. He'll be on okay, the sideline, right. but not making any <laughs> decisions. So that let me try. That can, let that me try. Some talk. of the most bizarre. Shit I've ever seen. I'm not gonna bet on him, but let me talk I would love to this, see man. this happen. I would love to Dude, see it happen. You know who the one of the worst players uh, on a good team in all the World Cup has been? Argentina's goalkeeper. That guy is atrocious. That he uh, he, he the the the, the uh, goal that the Croatian player scored was so fun to watch. The first goal that I will almost I almost kind of want to give him a pass because it was just so freaking freaking awesome watching him you know volley that ball out of the air in such perfect fashion over the goalkeeper's head. But like in what universe does the goalkeeper do you know give him that opportunity? That was awful. And this is after he should have given up multiple goals to Iceland. Uh, and I you know the Argentina was lucky to draw with Iceland based on how poorly the goalkeeper played in that first half. Uh, this guy stinks. And uh, I fully expect Nigeria to find a way to take advantage of this this terrible keeper for Argentina. And Argentina's defense isn't doing them any favors either, man. Ooh. These guys are these guys are not playing well. And you know, no. I mean, I, the most of the drama seems to be born out of you know Messi wants them to play a certain way, and the coach and the manager wasn't having it. Uh, but like, I don't think that really fixes how poorly the defense is played and how poorly this goalkeeper has shown. Am I right on more? You know, is this is this a, a reasonable read? Peter, do you think Argentina has something left in the tank this World Cup? You know what? I, I got to agree with Andy here. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Uh, okay. It would right. just be too exciting All to right. see this happen. <laughs> it's because, and it's only because, I don't know if you recall, but they were almost not even going to qualify for the World Cup. That's a great and point. I yeah. I don't know if you remember that game, but it was the second half, I think, and and Messi just came on and scored three or four goals himself. So if look, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I don't think it is. I think Messi has had enough. Uh, he does love his country, though. I don't know what the feeling is amongst the teammates about him taking over as a coach. They might be upset. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't think anybody does. Uh, what I will say is that if there's one person 
in the World Cup on a team that can go out there and take care of business for his team when he wants to. It's messy. And I think that I do have to agree with Andy that if they do manage to finagle their way in to the next round, you're going to see a much different team and there might be some life there. Will they be sense? Probably not. Oh, man. That would make for a great, exciting round, round it's, of 16. It's like I said. It's like I said earlier in one of the chats. Messi's just sitting there today, scribbling on the paper, putting together his starting 11, as he is now the de facto manager. And he just looks up at the TV and giggles as Ronaldo misses the PK. <laughs> and and that's, that's the motivation he needed. He says, okay. All right. Hang on, though. Hang on. I, now... I've seen some of the advanced stats on that Croatia-Argentina game. And granted, Croatia's midfield has been about the best midfield of any team we've seen so far in the World Cup. Uh, maybe Belgium is kind of closer or better, but I, I would listen to an argument. But I feel like Croatia's midfield has been the best. Uh, now, Croatia, I mean, it, it wasn't even that Messi really played that poorly, I didn't think. He got, like, zero quality touches. Like I don't know that he ever really had the ball in a place where he could, where he had space. If he ever really, you know, his his team around him was just playing so poorly, uh, and you could see it—the frustration on their faces that they just couldn't make anything happen. They were, you know, they were ready to fight out there, and it was all out of frustration because they were, you know, sucking as a unit. Uh, and so, I mean, yeah, I want to believe that Messi could go LeBron James or whatever and like ter- carry this terrible team into the knockout round and do something awesome, but like. I don't know. Is that how soccer even works? I mean, if, the, if they can't get him the ball where he can make plays, how is he supposed to do anything? Yeah, and that's, I mean, I'm glad that you brought that up because the same thing happened to a lesser extent uh, in the last poll, in pretty much all of Poland's game. Uh, Lewandowski was not getting the ball. That being said, I think Argentina knows how to get Messi the ball. I don't know. I haven't. I don't know if you've read more about the coaching and what needed to be changed in Messi's mind, but I think if he's able to make those changes, he will create opportunities for himself. God damn, now I am betting Argentina. All right, well, it sounds like you wanted to do that anyway, so let's not blame Pete. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I would have followed my heart a little more because I was in love with some of the players from Croatia. And I, I know, just, they're, I they're just, super good. Uh, I've bet them both matches. They've made me money. I've made good money individual games, especially a nice little run lately with second half overs. But um, uh, Can we talk about I, that for a little bit? I really I mean, wish <laughs> I really wish I'd have got like, some Croatia outright, Croatia to win the group, Croatia points, Croatia goals, anything like that. But, yeah, I didn't uh, – I didn't dink around with it blindly today. I did play it in Spain, but what was the what was the second half over? It had to be a flat one in the in the Iran game. So I think that's like a, a baker's dozen of straight second half over sitting. At least yeah. pushing, yeah, hitting or pushing, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I the last one would have been before Brazil. The the game before the Brazil game. Um, no Croatia. It would have been the France Peru game, which is a one. Yeah, that was game. a scoreless, scoreless second half, right? Yep. Yeah. So at yep. least a push or a half win on some of the Asians in the last like fourteen damn matches in the second half. Incredible! What an incredible run for overs in general. Uh, yeah, fourteen. 
Jesus. You, is this gonna keep? Is this gonna keep showing? Is this an angle that keeps showing, Peter? Or are we gonna run dry here eventually? No, I I think it keeps showing. Uh, you know, the group stages, you're playing essentially around robin to get out. Um, I think you're gonna see teams open up a little bit more, and I mean, you can credit that to these second half overs that we've been seeing as teams get a little bit more desperate, or uh, you know, they're trying to to make sure that they can secure either the win or at least the second place to go through. And I think that you're going to see tempo pick up a little bit, a little bit more, if not a lot more as we progress through, through this world cup. That's kind of an inter- interesting point too. We haven't seen it. You know, we're talking over second half overs. It's like you were who whale was somebody had a conversation on Twitter. It was you. Yeah. With uh zero, zero draws. Yeah. Still one. waiting, man. Still, Still waiting. waiting. So do it. It, we got 12 matches in group play. Is there, I'm just looking is at them. Is going to be one? one. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Australia, Australia, Peru, I might chase that, chase the dragon there. Yeah, that one's not a bad one to do it on. Although Peru is, like I said, like all the South American teams, things are finally kind of breaking their way. Uh, so if Peru and Argentina show well tomorrow, if Brazil looks good on uh, on Wednesday, I think we do start to see uh, start to see some of these come in. Um, Pan- the last one of the group, Panama Tunisia, zero zero. Oh, exact score that's the one. Probably there the worst go. two teams. In that's the... the one. Yeah, that's the dead rubber that you've been looking for. Um, okay, let's uh, let's talk about. Uh, I could see Mexico Sweden zero zero two. By the way, uh, that wouldn't shock me. No. Um, you know, because Mexico needs to draw to win the group, right? Let's uh, let's let's move to that one because I don't really have a hot take on uh, on Croatia Iceland. I'll probably back Croatia team total over maybe just because Iceland's such a suspect. Uh, you know they're so vulnerable to the counter. Um, the did, um, did you completely skip Group E? Or are we just saying Brazil should Brazil should take care of business and move on? Well, it's I wanted I mean, to talk about Group F first because they okay, play because for whatever reason they play first on Wednesday. That's true. Um, so Mexico Sweden come in Mexico Sweden we got South Korea Germany matched up. South Korea has been eliminated. Germany was oh so close to being uh, dead. Uh, they would have been eliminated, right? If uh, if Sweden had won, uh, they get the uh, they come back from from down one nothing and they they hit that uh, that the the winner in extra time with ten men. Uh, that kind of is is that a is that a momentum swinging play in your mind, Andy, from from Tony Cruz and and is Germany going to right the ship here or do they have too many holes? The the way they looked on the attack with even with ten men, I think it, maybe it's a case like like France or Uruguay, where. Or, or even honestly, Spain outside of you know the three-three draw, Brazil. I mean, all the top teams. It seems like everybody's just kind of a slow starter, and the way they looked with the ten men, just piling it on. And so, some of that was Sweden's uh, Sweden's plan, as far as I guess we're just gonna sit back and let them do this to us, even though it might not work out, and it didn't. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, they looked like they were ready to knock in about three, four goals here in the last ten minutes. So, yeah, well, this would be a good get-right game for them. South Korea's defense is garbage. They're eliminated. Germany is not guaranteed a spot right now. 
So no. this would be a Germany. nice steroid case. Just fucking yeah. put eight past them. Just one of those it, nasty ones where they, they score six goals in the first half. I'd love mm. to see that. What's what's up with Germany, Pete? Um, like you said, they you know they're getting off to a slow start. Um, they're another team that has a tremendous amount of talent. And I think a lot of these these names, there's a lot of like uh World Cup vets out there, which is a good and a bad thing. Uh, in this last game, I believe that uh, Brandt, he needs to start. I don't know why he's not in the XI. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see him. He's hit two posts. The guy's young. He's hungry. and He does look good. Yeah. So, you know, I think that you start to see it. Maybe they'll do it in this next game um, against a defense that's a little bit more porous. Um, but I think you know, there's some adjustments to be made there, but again, just a very well managed team from the ground up, and uh, that I mean, that last shot should tell you everything about them. They're going to do what they need to do, and they have the players that can do it to get the result that they need. Have they looked like fantastic? No, uh, um, but again, I mean, everybody's like Andy said, everybody started a little bit slow. Let me ask you though, speaking of porous defense, Germany has not exactly looked like a stout defensive team whatsoever. Uh, they've yeah. now allowed goals in seven of their last seven matches. Uh, we haven't seen a clean sheet from them in a long freaking time. Uh, and uh, on top of that, uh, their best defender, arguably, or, or their two best defenders are question marks. We know Boateng will be out. He took a red card, so he uh, he's forced to miss this game, if I understand the rules correctly. Uh, and yep. then Hummels uh, is dealing with the cervix injury. <laughs> what what uh, what are the chances that's that Germany not, concedes a goal here? <laughs> and also, they're, they're missing uh, Rudy, I believe. Hmm. I don't know what to, what Andy are Germany finally going to put together a clean sheet here against Korea or is there a good opportunity on both teams to score here? Oh, South Korea's put one in, I guess. I don't know. They if they watch the tape and watch they're they're getting so high on the attack and they're so vulnerable on counters right now. If they can maybe tighten that up a little on the back end, even you know, you're missing a few guys, but South Korea is probably one of the worst three, four teams in the tournament. You should be able to play, you know, decent defense and keep them out of your end for a good – I mean, it should be a, a heavy possession game for Germany, and they should score a few times. And Like I said, a get-right game, a slump buster, beat the fuck out of the Koreans and get yourself into group play – or uh, knockout rounds and – figure it out. It'd be a good one to a good match to figure some stuff out and yeah, their their backs need to need to be a little quicker on the counters. It's it's looked pretty bad. That the chip in goal. Oh my god. Are we gonna see Kadir and Ozil or are they done for this World Cup? I had to not love the way they played against Mexico. They looked too old for this game. Uh, and they were not in the starting lineup against uh, against Sweden. They did not see the field. Uh, and you can argue that Germany Germany looked a little bit more effective without them. Uh, you know what 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 did you think of the changes that were made to the Germany lineup heading into Game Two? Uh, I yeah I, it was better. I, yeah, it was. I think Ozil's is overhyped completely. Uh, both 
both internationally and also for for Arsenal. Um, he has fits of greatness, but for the most part, he's mediocre at best. Um, and you haven't seen, I mean, in the time that he has spent on the field, he wasn't creating anything. Um, even with ten men, they looked better without him. So hmm. uh, I'm I'm happy that he's <laughs> he's not going to be started. Uh, I'm sorry if, if that hurts your feelings, Andy. But uh, no, I, I'm not. I'm not a fan. You're not an Ozil stand. No. Also, I don't. I don't like. I just dislike Arsenal. Also, like, maybe that plays into it. But no, I'm just the way. I don't, go look at the way he played in four years ago too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fair, the, fair point. Slow. It's like the joke we made a couple weeks ago, or whenever we said it. There's the. It was the week one. Patriots linebackers, like, ooh, yeah. shit. If this team's yeah. going to be good, those guys are way too slow. And they were way too slow. It looked awful. Mexico ran all over them. And I think maybe after the, the changes he made, Lowell can look at how things looked for when things were going well and possibly put together a better, you know, a better XI for – for this game, and mm-hmm. this one isn't. You can't say this isn't an important game because it is. It's you big. Gotta this is it. big. Yeah, you gotta have this, it. But if if you're an elite, your if you're best. An elite this has team, to be your best showing, right? Yeah. If this, if you're an elite team, you, you should beat South Korea and qualify. And yes, you know, but so you definitely can't look ahead. But they need to get things figured out because the next opponent will be better than South Korea. So, what's your angle to bet this match? Team total over. Okay, I like that. Um, I might take a full game over too, just because Germany conceding so many goals. Um, it's probably what, like two and a half juice, like the like bananas, or three even with a little plus money, maybe. Um, maybe I'll do two and a half, two and a quarter, two and three quarters. Um, let's talk about the other match in uh, in Group F, Mexico. Well, it's, a juice, it's a juice three. It's minus one twenty five on a three. Ugh. Ay, so ay, ay. The bookmaker figured it out before you did. Uh, what's the BTTS? Oh, I don't. I haven't seen that yet. I don't know if they'll okay. have that out so early. Uh, yeah, yeah, like right. Well, of... right. We won't see it till tomorrow. Um, okay. Well, I'm gonna have to think about that. I'm gonna have to see who Germany starts in their on their back line because they are, like we mentioned, they're gonna be missing some key players no matter how you slice it. Uh, the Mexico. Uh, I wanted to back Mexico at 100 to one before this whole thing started, but you talked me out of it, Andy. What? What the hell? Uh, I'm just kidding. No one saw this coming. Mexico sits <laughs> here <saying>. now. <laughs> Mexico, <laughs> Mexico sits here now on the precipice of clinching Group F, which would put them in an absolutely spectacular situation for uh, draw in the knockout round. Uh, this, uh, you know, they were looking at trying to potentially get second in Group F and likely draw Brazil in the knockout round. This is like a huge, huge difference maker in terms of their overall tournament outlook. Uh, do they get the job done against Sweden here, or did we see the best of them against Germany? And then there's going to be a little bit of a fade here, uh, with maybe even giving Sweden an opportunity to, to knock uh, knock Germany out of, the, out of the puzzle here. Do you have any thoughts on Mexico, Pete? Um, look, they played fantastic, fantastic soccer the last game. Uh, fun teams to watch very fast, especially on the counter. 
Um, what I will say is that I think Sweden is a little bit more defensive oriented. Um, I don't think that they've conceded in their last five or six, maybe. And Germany got I mean, those they, two on them. Yeah. They did before that. Yeah. Germany got two on Sweden before that though. They were on a really strong run. Yeah, you remember yeah, that game uh, from the other day? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We can edit that out. But I will nope. say that. I think... <laughs> You're right though. Before that, that, they were on a tear. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they're just uh, a much better team defensively uh, than Germany, and you know it's going to be tough. If you, that one, you might see a zero-zero try, a zero-zero tie. Uh, you also might see one of you know, I hate to say it, but one of the, the one zero games. So I definitely won't be on the over there. Um, definitely like the angle for them to win. Um, probably wait and see what the team total looks like and possibly the spread. Interesting. Uh, that, that one, Interesting. you can get under, under two and a quarter for about minus 110. That's definitely an angle I like as much, yeah. as, I, as, much as I dislike. Under, yeah, that might be the one. They, they have a time and a place. Sweden, yeah, with Sweden's defense, I this does feel like the type of game you could see a zero zero. Uh, it really does. Um, Mexico uh, but, with I mean, the draw, I mean, with the draw, Mexico angle. wins the group, right? That's true, but a quick angle. Germany, you know, they know Germany is playing a team that both, you know, that has lost twice to Mexico and Sweden. They know Germany should beat Korea. Probably will have a decent goal differential. <laughs> Can Sweden afford to be defensive, knowing they are tied with Germany for points? They're tied with Germany for goals, goal differential. They need they need to beat Mexico like three nil to have a chance to qualify. They might have to be a little more aggressive. Wait, otherwise, so no, Sweden, otherwise you're just, otherwise if, you're just me, you know, game this game theory this out for me though. Sweden and Germany win. Don't you have three teams at the top with six points each? No oh, boy. Yeah, but uh, Mexico has a good goal differential right now. Like Mexico is plus or minus two, and Germany and Sweden are zero. Like Germany, if Germany and Sweden would both have to win big, and and then boy, yeah, things can get awful hairy. Like Sweden, Sweden needs to win and needs to win decently to have some tiebreakers. So I don't know if you know you can't sit and play for a one nothing win. Interesting. But I still um, think that you'll see them resting on their laurels for a little bit longer. Let Mexico, almost like uh, in the Iran game today against Portugal. Uh, you know, they didn't really turn it, turn it on until like the 80th minute, and they almost put them away. So you could see something uh, akin to that. Oh, yeah, just the way Mexico came out with their hair on fire against Germany. Maybe Sweden says, let them do that, tire themselves out. And then we can uh, we can move off the move off the defense a little once once you get into the second half. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Okay, I like that angle heading into this one. Um, let's talk about uh, Group E then, uh, which is the second set of games we get to watch on Wednesday. Uh, I love the uh, I love the angle of Brazil uh, running away from Serbia in the second half of this one. Um, the two indicators that I look at for that are number one, Brazil finally broke through and found some offense at the end of that Costa Rica match. Um, looked like it was headed for zero zero finale. Uh, they finally get some magic from was Coutinho, Coutinho 
uh, scored first, and then um, and then uh, Neymar got the dagger. Um, yeah, Brazil team total two. Never know. Yeah, right. Yeah, Brazil minus one and a half. <laughs> Brazil minus one and a half was always was always good. Uh, yeah. And meanwhile, you flip the script with Serbia. Uh, Serbia looked awesome in their first match. They looked like they were in control of their destiny to qualify first or second out of Group E, uh, beating uh, Costa Rica one nothing. Uh, and then the wheels fell off against Switzerland after dominating the first thirty minutes of play. Uh, their guys got tired. They're big lumbering dudes. They don't have depth on their bench. Uh, everyone that we talked to about uh, Serbia told us this, that they weren't very deep and that they were going to run into problems the deeper they went into this tournament. Um, how many goals does Brazil score in the second half against Serbia, Pete? Two. Three? Two? You think two? Two, two maybe three. Okay. Uh, okay. How, you might how, I yeah. think they, Neymar with a hat trick. Possibly. But I think that you're going to see some, you know, these – they're not necessarily, uh, you know, throwaway games. They, they certainly have meaning. But uh, like we were talking about before, I think you're going to see a lot more kind of playing around with formations and also lineups just before we, we advance to the, the next stage of games here. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they get ahead. I could see a couple of early goals too. Uh, they're probably going to come out hot. I would certainly like the team total here and probably be over. Um, but you know, you could see some major changes coming in, uh, probably throughout the tail end of that match. And I wouldn't be surprised if some of the younger guys get some some playing time. Mm, interesting. Uh, how far do you see Brazil going at this point? Do you think they are a true contender, or are they going to run into trouble if they face the likes of Germany in the round of sixteen? Uh, I think that they will beat Germany. So okay. uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, they always have a good team. They certainly have a tremendous amount of talent. Uh, again, another one of these teams that started off slow. But, I mean, the magic at the end of that last game, when they put the pressure on, they they can score. And it's, it's just as simple as that. Um, I don't think – I mean, I could see them going to the semis 100%. Okay, nice. Where they lose to the resurgent, messy coached Argentina team. It's going to be funny if the quarterfinals on the top are like Uruguay versus Tina versus, and then you have uh, who else? It would be like, uh, it could be, you could have an all South American top half of the knockouts with uh, Uruguay versus Argentina and Brazil versus Colombia. That'd be fun. Uh, I'm not going to count on that, but that'd be, that'd be interesting. Um, Switzerland plays Costa Rica, and Costa Rica's not great. No. Costa Rica scored a goal here, Andy, or do they finish with zero goals for the tournament? That's the thing. Brazil's, only, Brazil's tied with Switzerland for points. Brazil is only up one on goal differential. You can still you get a, a Brazil 2-0 win and a Switzerland route. It'd be pretty funny to see Switzerland win the group. Nobody Switzerland, picked, Germany no, on the top, and Brazil on no, the bottom. Nobody picked that shit. Oh, dude, Andy, that's what I'm pulling for so hard now. I have so many outstanding Brazil futures. If they if they plop into the bottom and Mexico gets them round to 16 after all of this time and all this talk, that would just be unbelievable. Uh, oh man, I really hope. And and you know what that would do more than anything? That would give us a good match on. Uh, let's move right to Friday. That would give so, us a good yeah, match can, in Belgium, England. That. that would make so, Belgium, England a live match. 
Switzerland win the group is only plus 225. They're not, uh, the bookmakers aren't uh, disputing that they can lay four goals up on Costa Rica. That would be, wow. that would be hilarious. Yes, it would. Serbia can still win the group technically. Yeah, that's, uh, although, I don't know. Did, did I, am I selling Serbia short, uh, Pete? Or does the yeah. fact that they have a lack of depth, is that, Finally caught up to them and, you know, ready to, to write them into the offseason here. I think they not only have a lack of depth, but just also experience and probably more so talent, uh, especially to play with some of these teams. I mean, they got a pretty nice draw. They had a nice group uh, that kind of shook out and a nice for, I guess, a nice way for them. Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, looking at it, I mean, I probably would have put it Brazil-Serbia, to be honest with you. Uh, Switzerland has been playing much better. Um, and, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Serbia I, – I mean, I guess, could they go through? Maybe. Uh, but I, I don't – they can't hang with these bigger teams. It's going to take, take Switzerland to truly shit the bed, though, right? Yeah, and I mean, I don't Costa Rica. I just I feel terrible for them after that big win against the U.S. Uh, kept us out. So yeah, what well. happened? Yeah, what happened to why isn't Trinidad and Tobago in the tournament? They beat us. <laughs> yeah, Panama, it? man, dude, Panama yeah. is an embarrassment. Oh Get this Panama's team off the field. Bad, so. Get this team off the yeah. field. I think um, I think it's got It seems like it'll probably we've. We've predicted a lot of chalk for these final matches, but it just feels like, like you said, with the depth, it gets to the later in the match, maybe Brazil's only up one. Serbia just doesn't have that guy to come in and bring in and get him a goal to, to even things up and maybe make it a match where Brazil can yeah. just bringing people in. Andy, do you feel fairly confident in Switzerland actually getting the job done versus Costa Rica? I mean, we're kind of we're dumping on Costa Rica and for you know for good reason. Like they have not looked threatening whatsoever. Switzerland, they have almost all that momentum though. After all the well, but that that goes that goes both ways though. Uh, You just had your freaking Super Bowl, right? I mean, like how many times have we do we look for letdown spots, sandwich spots, and stuff like that? In uh, in football, like literally, Switzerland just won their Super Bowl, beating you know the the we know about the ethnic Albanian Kosovo angle now, where Switzerland came you know came from behind to beat Serbia, a spectacular comeback, awesome match. Uh, those of us holding draw tickets were crying into our our soup on on at lunch on Sunday on Friday. That was very sad. Uh, but uh, all that said, uh, they're probably looking ahead to their round sixteen match. Uh, I, this this feels like a team that could uh, could suffer from a little bit of a letdown here against Costa Rica. Am I crazy? Are they the just, parlay buster? Are they maybe, the parlay buster? I mean, these things happen, but they the, there's letdown, and then there's hey, let's let's grab our grab our bootstraps, buckle in, take care of business, and get to the knockouts. All they have to do is take care of business against a team who is yet to score in the tournament. Uh, you know, a Central American team that's you know, probably maybe shouldn't have qualified, you know, as far as how it's set up for America to make it. And Switzerland played tough. 
Maybe they don't beat the pants off them, but they know what they need to do. All they need to do, a win gets them through no matter what. Yeah, Shakiri looks pretty freaking outstanding too. I mean, this yeah, guy looks like he's playing on another level. He looks yeah. like a he, like he he looks like a world class player, and I don't think you have anyone on Costa Rica's side that can really counter that. Um, so okay, all right. Well, I'm gonna look out for them as the parlay buster. What do you I think? Mean, just, to keep, well, just to keep in mind, uh, I think Switzerland have only lost like one game in their last 17 or something like that. So Jeez. I mean, it, it would be pretty far fetched. Uh, you know, for them to, to blow this. And I I don't think you're going to see that. Uh, you might see Costa Rica sneak one by, but uh, I think Switzerland, I think they got this in the bag. Two one Switzerland. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's a good look. Um, let's talk about Thursday's matches. H goes first. Uh, Senegal, Colombia, as Pete mentioned earlier in the pod, is going to be a popcorn match. That's get up at 7 a.m. Pacific Coast time to, to watch that one uh, in its entirety on Thursday. Um, Senegal, fun as hell to root for. They should have come away with a win versus Japan. They conceded two, uh, two pretty soft equalizers, but uh, what are you going to do? Uh, they still sit here with four points, having beaten Poland, having tied with Japan. They can punch their card with a legit effort against Colombia, but... It cannot be uh, – Colombia, man, uh, their effort against Poland in their second game was unreal. Their midfield and forward uh, clicked like you remember from four years ago. James was making brilliant passes to set up goals. The corner kick uh, set piece that they had where he tapped it in, got right up into the penalty – right up into the, the, the box – and uh, set up that header was just awesome for their first goal. Uh, the curling kick he had to send uh, uh, whoever that was on that run for the second goal was freaking awesome. That the the whole the whole uh, uh, team just kind of gelled and, and put a spectacular performance together. Now they're looking at minus one eighteen on the money line right now against Senegal. Senegal team who has a suspect uh, defense goalkeeper situation. Um, where do we start handicapping this, Pete? I got a side with Senegal. Uh, you know, Colombia looked great, but Poland didn't. Poland looked like a JV team out there against them. Uh, they weren't putting any pressure on. Uh, I mean, the, don't get me wrong, the goals were fantastic, but Colombia does have a ton of talent. They, uh, Falco, Falcao up front, uh, and Nina is, I mean, they're both just rock star players. Um, but I think that Senegal is going to prevent, present a bit more of a challenge. Uh, they're playing really well, and they're just a fun team, fun team to watch all around. Um, I'd probably, I'm probably going to go with the dog here. Take the mm. points. You're probably going to get one and a half, maybe, and I think that's going to be, be good. And you might even get lucky with a team total and see a, a half goal or maybe, maybe three quarters. If Colombia draws, if Colombia draws, are they screwed, uh, or do they need they need the Colombia draws? They need Poland to show up and play a a full ninety minute, uh, yeah. a big boy a big boy effort against Japan, right? No, if Colombia draws, they're out. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're lining this at Colombia with a, an Asian minus a quarter. 
Mm-hmm. That's slightly plus money. You gotta pay. You gotta pay about twenty five cents to get uh, plus a quarter goal on uh, Senegal. Are you so, are you feeling are you are you feeling Colombia, Andy? Or are you gonna be Senegal as well? The baby cats. I'll probably. I will probably back Colombia. I'm on the. I'm full fully on board with the uh, the South American teams coming to shine in the final round here. I don't know if I'll. Uh, Get too deep on them. I'm looking. I'm actually what I was looking at there was a first half line. I think maybe I'm not. What about the Lions? I, I'm I'm excited about the Lions. Again, let's let's punch punch them for 2022. Oh boy! Uh, I just i i don't. I think that I don't think you've seen the best Columbia has to offer yet, and. Boy, it sucks that Japan's going to get through because it should be. Are Senegal. they though? It should be uh, maybe Can't like Poland, Poland win. I maybe this is a really effed group. Like everybody said it before the tournament, weakest group. It's actually most wide group. open. Yeah, most wide open. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it. I I can honestly see Japan just winning one nil or. Or drawing and some can they get through with the draw if if Colombia wins I suppose if they Am win I... a goal differential yeah I don't I'm not excited about Japan getting through because I think they were gifted a win with that early red card I don't yes, think they're I a better too. team I don't think they're a better team than Colombia I think the two best teams are Senegal and Colombia in this one and uh, I I guess it's a while. These these are matches that are a few days down the road. I haven't looked too close. I would love a situation where Colombia Colombia gets uh, a small win and Poland beats the tar out of Japan and it goes Colombia Senegal. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, it so. is. It is. It is. If yeah. uh, if Colombia wins two one and and. Uh, and Japan Poland wins two nothing or something. Yeah. I, they don't even have to get their pants beat. It can be two nothing kind of game uh, yeah. for Poland, uh, and I think that 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 punches tickets for Colombia to win Group H and Senegal second. Oh no, Senegal. No, nah, I can't remember. I, I don't know the math exactly, but uh, that would put Colombia and Senegal through. Um, let's talk about uh, the last of the matches then, and specifically, uh, we already decided Panama Tunisia seems like the zero zero special. Um, I will not be watching a minute of that game. I am hopeful that uh, there will be some scenario where England and Belgium matters, um, but I'm I'm cautiously optimistic of that. Um, how do you think uh, England Belgium ends up playing out? We've already heard confirmation that Lukaku and Hazard uh, Hazard will uh, not be playing. Um, and I don't know if things change, if that changes Belgium's mind about their availability or if it's for sure that those two players will not be available. Um, but Belgium has looked uh, pretty stout. They won 3 nothing in, what, 3 nothing in 5-2? Uh, um, conceding two goals to Tunisia was kind of embarrassing, I guess. Um, but, uh, but still, uh, they're primed to you know, make a deep run here. Uh, they were expected to win two matches, and they did. Um, similarly with England, uh, they were expected to win two matches, and they did, even though the first match that they won, it took them until stoppage time to get the uh, game-winning goal. Um, how do you start handicapping England and Belgium, Pete? Uh, first of all, I just want to address the fact that uh, 
Mr. Kane is now the leading goal scorer in the World Cup somehow. That's crazy. No, it's ridiculous. Um, not the biggest fan of England. Uh, I just don't think that the talent's there. But they have been putting goals in the back of the net. And, uh, you know, maybe we see something come from the team. I don't think so um, in the long run. But, I mean, it's certainly a little bit concerning that both Lukaku uh, and Hazard are, are not going to be present and starting. Um, I don't know who they're planning on replacing them with. Um, I guess Martins and maybe uh, maybe Batshuayi, who, who aren't bad players, but you know, uh, I think the, Lukaku especially. I mean, he's probably one of my favorite players to watch, and uh, he's supposed to make a, a serious impact. Um, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, I think if they get in the spot, you'll probably see Lukaku go on. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what the circumstances are that they're they're not going to be starting. So that's that's news to me. Uh, but I'm certainly going to be siding with uh, Belgium, probably winning three one two one somewhere in there. Ooh, wow! You bring up a good point. Harry Kane has outscored. Uh, Brazil and Argentina combined. If you add up all of Brazil and Argentina's goals, Harry Kane's outscored them. Uh, Never saw that coming. Um, What that sets up Belgium in the top half of the knockout stage. Uh, Are you just completely not prepared to subscribe to either of these teams want to position themselves so that they're on the bottom? I mean, that's a good point. Um, I I don't I don't know. Um, I guess it would depend on. I, I I mean, so right now, what do we have? Do they, would they right. even know who they'd be playing? Okay, so they will know everything. Everything okay. will be set except yeah, for the is, except, yeah the the outcome the game of that this happens game at the will, same time will be a garbage yeah. match that doesn't yes. matter to anybody. The, the outcome of this game will fill the last two slots in the knockout round. So the entire rest of the field will be set, and they will have a couple hours to think about it. Because as we learned, sadly, today, there's a massive gap in between the first two and the second two games for scheduling purposes for whatever bizarre reason. Um, so, yes, they will have some time to think about, do we want to play Colombia and then play Brazil, or do we want to play Senegal and then Mexico? Right, I mean, like it, there will be the potential for some serious gamesmanship here if the knockout bracket fills the way it looks if chalk prevails. I mean, that's a, it's a good point to bring up. Um, I, I mean, neither one of those options sounds particularly good for either team at the at the moment. But look, Belgium, <laughs> so Belgium has a lot of talent. Uh, they're another team that's had, I, even though they have the results, they have the goals. Uh, they just don't seem to be really showing. I mean, they're they're one of the top top teams to win the whole thing. They're one of the big favorites. Uh, again, they have a very young team. I think they come around. It's going to take them a little while. I think that this this is going to be one of those matches that you're probably going to want to watch the whole thing. I'd wake up for it, uh, especially since I'm. Uh, not on the West Coast, uh, but oh yeah, you're going to be taking a two-hour lunch to watch this one, probably. But, I think this is right. like two I, o'clock your time. <laughs> yeah. So I think that uh, I mean this is definitely 
probably going to set the tone for at least Belgium throughout the rest of uh, the tournament and, and possibly even England. But uh, I just don't see England getting that far or past the knockout round, to be honest with you. Um, Interesting. They've been pretty pretty lucky, and they have been pl- they have been playing well uh, as a team somehow. Uh, but I just don't think the talent is there. Interesting. I don't disagree, really. Uh, they do feel like fool's gold. Andy, is Harry, this a tone yeah, setting match? It is. is Harry, t- Harry Kane doing what Harry Kane does, scoring, having huge games against shitty teams. It's like <laughs> he, it's like oh, he had so many goals this year. He scored three against a, a Cypriot team early in the group play of like the the Champions League. He scored three against Southampton, who was almost got relegated. He he has big goals. He scored a couple against a, a lower. I think well, Wimbledon is League One, or, or where are they? The, they're a, a lower level English team. Like he, he does really well and puts on a show against teams. He that pours them on. Yeah, he pours them on. So, so, I'm so also, here's the so here's the I'm question: Does the he finish? Does he finish with double digit goals if England draw Japan and then Mexico in the uh, in the oh. knockout rounds? Oh my god, Probably. that would be just something. Fucking yeah, if he somehow <laughs> manages to win the Golden Boot. <laughs> You're quitting. <laughs> You're quitting international soccer betting. Uh, I would. That, uh, would, be I, I would, that be would be amazed. Yeah. English, English punters, they'd be happy enough with that result. I think. I I will agree with Pete. Where I don't think England's that good. Um, Belgium and England have shown that Tunisia and Panama are not great. Yes, I agree. I mean, they're, I they're just not good teams, and I think you'll see that. It, it, it almost <coughs> Sorry. It almost goes back to the Russia beating up on Saudi Arabia and Egypt and then running into a tough Uruguay team. I think yeah. you'll see some of that where England will run into even, – even if Lukaku and Hazard are out, they do have – their backups are, are star players in top-tier European leagues. They have a ton of good players, and I think they're just a better all oh, – Better overall squad, and I think Belgium does squeak out the win and wins the group. Okay, so Belgium in the top half of the draw. Do they get by the winner of Brazil-Germany, or is that as far as they go? That's tough. Probably save, that, probably. save that for another week. I think you I think, think they can beat Germany. You think they can beat Brazil, huh? No, no, Germany. Oh, Germany. Yeah, but what's okay. So Brazil, but you're expecting Brazil to figure out a way to get through to the quarterfinals where they would potentially match up against Belgium in what might be one of the better matches, if not the best match of the quarterfinals. I don't know. This is setting up to be a pretty fantastic knockout round. I'm super excited. Um, let's, uh, let's give a quick, quick, quick nod to the matchups we know about in the knockout round, but uh, we'll have to do another pod for the knockout specifically once we know what the field looks like. Uh, although that's going to be on Friday the same day as, uh, as the Wimby draw. Uh, we might be doing a double podcasts on Friday, Andy. Are you Jesus for that? Christ, I got all day. Actually, actually, it'd be Thursday. Maybe we'll do a knockout pod on Thursday and the Wimby draw on Friday. Um, I don't like. I don't like to hang out with my family anyway. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, the the, the World Cup comes around once every four years for crying out my loud. Hammock will be there. Tell them, yeah, get get their get their priorities straight. Um, so, uh, you got any initial lean in uh, Spain, Russia? I 
I'm gonna do some research on steroids tonight. As far as <laughs> how the long is the cycle? Yeah, the cycle, yeah. like, because it seemed like they're in like a trough. So I gotta see mm -hmm. if that's how long is that gonna last. Uh, maybe man, Spain's Spain should win it all. There's they have so many good players, and they at moments they look so good, and they look so bad at other moments. I I don't have a great read on this yet. I. I hope Spain knocks them out. I don't think yeah. Russia's that good. I think Russia just got a, a sexy draw being yep. uh, the host country. And I, I do think I'll probably back Spain, at least in a team total capacity. Yeah. Hey, you know what I want to say? Throw this out there about uh, Russia. Because uh, this was kind of lost in the, in, the, uh, in the story. Yesterday, and if you haven't caught the story, Russia is abjectly cheating. Like, they are doping. They are doing whatever they feel like. Uh, and FIFA has completely turned their head. There's no denying this. And Russia, if you haven't watched the documentary Icarus on Netflix, it's freaking phenomenally interesting. Uh, they had a state-sponsored doping program for the uh, the 2014 Olympics in Sochi. They netted a ridiculous haul of medals out of that. It looks like whatever they were doing then is pretty similar to what they're doing now because their players are running longer and faster than you would otherwise expect any human beings to run. Uh, it's like they got the cross-country skiing drugs into these soccer players, and that's made the difference where they're scoring these goals late in the second half uh, because they're not as tired as their opponent. Um, all of this is not remotely surprising, and I don't know why we didn't see this coming a mile away in, <laughs> in the preview pod. Uh, the, the key point I want to make, though, is they were doing this in 2014. It didn't help them for shit. They were also doing this in the Euro qualifying, and they, they've been doing this all along, and they've never gotten busted. Uh, and so at some point, doping can only help you so much. And if it can help you hang five goals on Saudi Arabia, that's one thing. Uh, I don't know if it's going to help them get enough ball possession to put goals away against Spain. Uh, and I'm kind of with you in looking for, uh, looking for Spain to make, uh, you know, make, make uh, the most of their opportunities against Russia, who the goalkeeper looked pretty damn sorry today. So if, he's, if that guy shows up, uh, I don't know what they can give him drugs wise. Yeah, maybe, you know, and maybe, you know, and maybe Russia was just playing gamesmanship today. Maybe they wanted to be on the bottom half of the draw. Maybe they had their guys not take amphetamines or something like something like that happened today. Who knows? Uh, but, uh, but I certainly was uh, not impressed with this, this crew today and I will not be looking for them to beat Spain. Um, Pete, does Uruguay, uh, Portugal strike your fan? Is that going to be a fun yeah. game? And do you have an, e an early angle on that one? I think that's going to be a fun game. Uh, Portugal has been doing what Portugal does best, uh, grinding out these, and I guess, except for the Spain game, uh, and I guess today. But uh, they're notorious for grinding out these one nothing games, and uh, a lot of the time it comes down to uh, a Ronaldo penalty kick. Um, not enamored with Portugal's defense, I don't think they're as strong as they have been in years past. Um, they look kind of old, huh? They look kind of old. They look, uh, I mean, they used to be able to rely on it. Like, that was their whole game. They would just, they had a fantastic defense, and that's the way that, uh, what's his name, Coutinho, uh, liked to play. Uh, yeah. And I think that Uruguay is going to give them a run. Uh, Uruguay looks really good off the ball. Uh, they're creating space and opportunity. Uh, Suarez is uh, a goal scorer. He's a threat. Uh, that's not to say Portugal doesn't have their own, but um, 
I think that the team is, you know, we can talk about teams that have one or two names. And I think that's the case with, uh, with Portugal and Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's not to say that Ronaldo can't score, but I mean, uh, I think that Uruguay is coming together. They're a little bit more cohesive. Uh, they're a little bit hungrier. Uh, it wouldn't be surprised me to see something happen in like the 93rd minute with Portugal um, and come back and score like two goals in, in two minutes. But I don't think that's going to be the case. <laughs> I, think, I think it's going to be a fun one. And I think Portugal is going to get run. Um, and it's going to open up, and, and Uruguay is going to be able to capitalize there. But nice. you can never rule out the 95th minute PK from, from Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If that goes, if, if uh, dude, Por- Portugal made me uh, crazy in Euro 2016. Uh, I was fading them every round of the knockout rounds, and they went to added extra time and won in PKs so many times. That made me, yeah, they, they absolutely drove me crazy. And I had a huge position on France to win outright. Uh, and uh, when Ronaldo went out, you know, he got subbed out early in that France-Portugal match. I was, like, counting my money already. Uh, and they still scratched out a win. It was just absolutely ridiculous. So uh, I'm with you. You can't ever count them out. But, um, but boy, does Uruguay look like they have it. Um, and, shoot, Uruguay looked at, like, extremely fast today. Did you get that, that take on them, Andy? Did you think Uruguay looked particularly fast? It's like we said earlier, they just everything looked better. Every yeah. every facet of their game looked better going into you know this final match for them and yeah, I I agree with Pete. I I think Portugal probably got lucky with their the draw with Spain. Maybe they shouldn't have uh possibly even moved on. They it's... yeah, I I guess maybe not in that group. It was always going to be Spain and Portugal, I guess, but I definitely would back Uruguay right now over them. Okay. I like it. Um, well, those matches will be contested on Saturday. Is that right? Do we have a schedule already for this? Oh, I'm looking at the it, it looks Uruguay, like Portugal is going to be Saturday. 6.30, um, which is Saturday. And then it says Spain-Russia is going to be on the 1st of July, which cool. will be Sunday. Cool. So I'm flash forward as European, European uh, dates and times. So I almost said January seventh. Okay. Well, we'll we'll come back. We'll come back and preview the uh, the knockout rounds. But right now, I'm looking at Uruguay plus one eighty five on the money line, the three way money line. Uh, So I'll probably be snapping that up uh, because I do think that will take some bets once we start to see the whole field shaped up and people are putting action in on that first knockout match. I think it will come in on Uruguay. And so get the price now while you can. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you guys, uh, ready to, to call it a pile. Let's enjoy some, enjoy some football. I think so. Awesome. So, well, that was fun. What'd you think of, uh, what'd you think of your, uh, your, 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 uh, first podcasting experience, Pete. Uh, well, it's great to finally talk to you guys. Uh, so yeah. that was that was nice. Uh, I, I know. Didn't know if we- I needed to to have more more prepared. I don't. So to be honest, <laughs> I, I mean, I, obviously, you've I, never I, listened to us then before. If you think you need to prepare, <laughs> well, I've listened to one or two. And we've been talking. We've been yeah. Go ahead. I didn't. I asked Andy before. I didn't know if I needed to bring any like 
team statistics or anything like that, but no, it was fun. It was uh, good banter. Um, and I know it's just like a kind of a high level, high level thing, but I mean, you can go, we can go on for, for hours about any of these games and the lineups and the players. So hopefully yeah. I was at least contributing something to yeah, the, the people, the people that bring like hard stats and like really good information, it's yeah. those are people usually that like do this for a living. Like right. Monique, Monique has made me feel dumb before. <laughs> just like, but then you realize like oh, she's doing this all day long, like looking at these these stats for NBA props and stuff. Like okay, this is like well, you were just pulling stuff out of the air here, and it's and I don't have any of that. But well, no, this it, was this was great. Yeah, it was. It is good to finally talk to you. We've been chatting with you about tennis and soccer for now for over a year every day, so it's great to finally get you on the pod, and thank you for your time. And uh, if you uh, if you want to follow along and see uh, see where Pete is plucking overs out of the sky and hitting with regularity, follow him at Hedge Longer on Twitter. And... Uh, and yeah, Enjoy like we said, we'll, we'll, try, we'll try to we'll try to get another one of these in. Talk about even if we miss part of the knockout, we'll try to get something in for some knockout rounds. Yeah, we'll decide probably if we a, want probably a couple more of these. Yeah, these, that's right. Yeah, these are, these are fun. These are fun to talk, are fun I, to talk about. If you yeah, if you have not gotten into the World Cup, we are entering, not listening to this. <laughs> this is it, it's going to be. We are going <clears throat> rapid fire podcast over the next couple weeks, man. Uh, we're going to talk knockout round. We're going to talk Wimbledon. We're going to talk hot dog eating contest. It's it's coming hot and heavy right now. This is podcasting season. Uh, yeah, this, no everyone said, "Oh, this podcast. is the dead. This is the dead time of year for sports." Not if you have a crippling gambling problem. <laughs> this is this is heaven. Mana from heaven. That's right, man. You want action on four soccer matches in four hours? You got it. Um, all right. Oh, well. Yeah. Soccer, tennis, hot dogs, WNBA, yes. CFL. We haven't even done yes. a CFL. That's, we won't. That's right. That's right. Well, we just got it. We just. What I'm really hoping for is I. I mean, I have it circled on my calendar. Super League's got to come back. Turkish Super yeah, League. I, I, br- I, I, I do. I do miss the Super League. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what you guys are was, talking about. It's Turkish, and it was <laughs> Super it, League. Oh, God. It was stupid how well we did in <laughs> Turkish soccer for some reason. <laughs> I Look can't believe that. that. I can't even tell you the name, the team names apart. They're all they all sound the same to me. Um, all right. Well, uh, with that, great. Have a great, uh, great rest of the World Cup, Pete. I know you love tennis. Have a great Wimbledon. Uh, we will catch you in the tennis chat. And uh, best of luck, guys. 